Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 36, Unapologetically Free Sometimes. Hey guys, it has not been that long. I feel like I've become so accustomed to saying it's been a while or a lot of stuff has been going on, but I want to say that we talked about a week ago. But what's funny to me is that so much stuff happens in a week and I'm going to give out a few disclaimers before we get started. One, for whatever reason, my microphone has just decided to be real extra today. But I believe that it's because I've been trying to do this podcast since a little earlier today and I couldn't get my you know, throat clear, like I kept coughing and it became a whole situation. So I decided to take a bath. And as I was doing that, like all these different thoughts came and I'm like, okay, well maybe, you know, God wanted me to wait until some of the things that I wanted to talk about kind of became full circle. Well, then I plug up my microphone and then it becomes a whole situation. So, but I was not going to give up. So if it sounds a little bit funny, I am speaking directly into the phone because it's so much easier for me to do it from my phone than my computer and all of that. Second disclaimer, I am going to do my best to get this in really quickly because trust me, I know that some of you listen on the way to work. Some of you listen in between you know, meetings or whatever it is, you have um, designated a certain amount of time to your listening pleasure. So I'm going to do my best, but I have so much good stuff to talk about, but I'm going to try to, you know, not go over my normal time, but I'm going to make sure that I'm thorough. And the third disclaimer So because I was having all this stuff going on with coughing, I have something to drink. So I know how I feel about sounds. So if you hear a pause or a clinking of sound, it is a wonderful cup that my friend Jen gave me. Shout out to Jen Merrick Um, to make sure that I don't choke and all of that. So The best part about this topic and all of these disclaimers is that I so desire for this podcast to be, you know, like a conversation between friends. While you guys can't necessarily talk to me back, my approach to each topic is that of a friend, someone who cares for you, who loves you, because I do. And that is the direction in which I desire this podcast to go in. So I guess it's just okay that everything about today is going to be definitely a little bit on the informal side. But nonetheless, we will not use our time going through all that stuff that may or may not matter to you. Um, So when I think about um, the term unapologetically free, It has been something that has kind of stuck with me for a while. As you guys know, you hear it in the tagline 
of um, the intro to the podcast. And, you know, I talk about that with everyone. And the funny thing about it, and I'll, I'll give you a quick definition first, because some people get a little bit thrown off about the term unapologetic because it can come across as not caring um, or just selfish. Like it can get a a really bad term. And so when you look up the definition, there's actually two. The first one is not acknowledging or expressing regret. And typically you you go negative with that. Like, you know, I don't care about people or whatever. And then when you add free to it, it makes it seem, seem like I'm okay to be dismissive to people because I'm free and that I've You know, I've been given the freedom to be me and you got to like it and all of that. Well, I kept researching the definition of unapologetic and I came to one that says it also conveys a sense of strength. So when you think about that in the term in which I'm using, it makes sense, right? Like I'm not apologizing for being a strong woman or a strong Christian woman or a strong black woman or whatever it is, because I know that nine times out of 10, my motives are in the right place. So if your motives are right, then you being unapologetically free is empowering and not something that people can take a negative connotation to. So wanted to kind of give you my frame of reference around that and why it's so important Um, that we talk about this now. One of the best things about um, telling people about being unapologetically free and definitely unapologetically free in Christ is that the Lord wants to keep me honest. I have said that time and time again that he always wants to make sure that I have content um, to be able to talk about and not just something that I think in theory or I've heard others say, but that it's something that I know full well what it's like. And I had that experience just this weekend. So this weekend at my church, um, they were hosting a freedom encounter. And the church did this this encounter um, this past May after we finished a semester long series with our small small groups talking about freedom and all the things that definitely keeps you from enjoying the the freedom that has been given us through our salvation in Christ. And I'll go ahead and tell you um, when I went and I may have even talked about it on a podcast. So if it's one back in May, I may have mentioned it. Well, the exact same thing happened leading up to the freedom retreat. I didn't want to go. There was no real reason other than, you know, the flesh wants what the flesh wants. I was tired. I had packed in a lot of stuff this week. And now mind you, the the retreat was already scheduled before some of these activities that I put in. So I probably should have been a little bit more, you know, thoughtful and looking in my calendar. But nonetheless, I think all of that excuse me, was part of why it had to go the way it went. So I was getting ready to go and literally like at 1130 something, I text um, my friend Kyra and told her I didn't want to go. And um, she was at work. So it, it took a little time for her to text me back. But by the time she did, I had already decided to go. Now, funny thing is I had pre-registered a friend of mine in faith that they would attend 
And how is it that you're going to invite somebody to something and you not go? But part of me, because this is how the enemy works, well, they're not going to really go anyway. So it's not. Or if you tell them you're not going, that's going to give them an out not to go or whatever. Well, funny thing is my friend decided to go. So, yep, that's what was supposed to happen. But as I was driving um, to go and pick them up so I can bring them and it was a together thing and all of that, you know, something happened that just completely like took me off um, my focus. Like I was excited about, you know, my friend coming and like I was believing God that this was going to be, you know, a moment like no other. And it's not surprising to me that I got a phone call and it's not even about the phone call or what was said or any of that because we have control over how we let things impact us but it was interesting to me is that i'm trying to explain um why i do what i do and just kind of what's been going on and one of the things that i had to understand is that you know the truth is the truth so what i wasn't doing i wasn't doing i won't take away from that And every other reason behind that was insignificant to the person, right? I'm not saying they don't care, but it was just insignificant because the truth is the truth. But one of the things that I had to hurry up and get in line is what does it mean to be unapologetically free? And being unapologetically free is understanding that if you have been chosen, appointed, called, whatever you want to call it, to do a something, and we're not even going to get super spiritual with it, we'll just say in the natural, then that's what you've signed up to do. And there are consequences to everything that we do, right? So if I have a, um, I have two friends that are having a an event, you know, whether it be at the same time or a or in the same day or whatever the case is, you know, there's a possibility that in choosing to go to one over the other could make the other person feel a certain kind of way, right? Or vice versa. Or if I try to do both and I don't give that person the full time or I leave or something like that, then there's going to be, there could be a hurt feeling or whatever. And it's okay that the person experiences what they experience, like that's not to take it from them. But as the person who made the decision, right, I have to be okay, comfortable, confident in my decision and free from any you know, guilt or condemnation about that decision, especially if I know that the decision is rooted in what's right, right? Because that's how you let stuff go. That's how you get free. That's how you not, you know, continue to stay in bondage to certain decisions by, you know, really examining your heart, the way in which you choose to move. And if what you're doing happens to not, um, be in line with others expectations but the motives behind it is not it's it's just a natural response and so you know as i'm navigating i had like a meltdown crying and you know just all that stuff because i have to be honest i don't like to disappoint but what i am learning that in this life that i'm living i will disappoint people not intentionally right and people will disappoint me 
maybe not intentionally and I have to you know examine that same thing for myself but nonetheless so I'm like trying to navigate through all that and I'm you know trying to move through it and I want to get my friend and you know it becomes a whole you know situation so I get to the encounter and just like the last time you know God pairs me up with someone and you know I'm always excited to see why he moves in the way in which he moves. So first and foremost, this wonderful woman who she knows who she is. I don't know if she'll ever get a chance to hear my podcast and I won't say her name. We were um, at the registration table. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're standing there and we're kind of chatting it up. And just like before, I mentioned about, man, it was a lot to get here because this happened, that happened. I'm pressed for time. Then I kind of got frustrated about a phone call I had and so on and so forth. And I just wanted to crawl in the bed and just, you know, you know how we like to retreat. Well, she said, you know, I'm experiencing the same thing. And I got tickled because I wasn't surprised because that's how God does. Whenever we decide to push through, whenever we decide to just, you know, put how we feel aside and, and do the things that, you know, he wants us to do it never returns void, right? So she's sharing with me, you know, her reasons why. And literally it checked me. It checked me all the way because again, I'm like, you know what, God, I complain about so much. You know, I get so bent out of shape about insignificant things at times that that are just meant to rattle me, right? Like not what happened was it insignificant, but the feeling that wanted to linger was insignificant into what it was that was about to happen over these two days. So she's telling me, you know, about a car accident she was in and she showed me a picture and all I could do was, you know, fight back the tears because the car was unrecognizable as a car with the exception of the tire peeking out. And literally, I just, you know, gasped for air because I'm like, you round here like all in your feelings because someone said something that was true and you wanted to explain it. Like I just, you know, I just got beside myself. And so I'm listening to her and it didn't stop there because God said, you know what I go, I'm going to walk you all the way through why it was so impactful for you to be here not just because what you were what you were going to impart upon other people um but what was going to be imparted to me as well so she starts telling me about you know all the other things that she was you know experiencing in her family and I mean she was just being super honest about her journey and I told her I said man you know I can appreciate where you are and where you're going. And we started talking about being unapologetically free and not being afraid to own your story. Like, this is where I messed up. This is what I wish I had done better. This is what I would love to do more of, not just for pity or sympathy or empathy or any of those words, but we know how important it is to share with other people who are just waiting to get free, but they sometimes need a little bit of a nudge to say, hey, you know, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And someone can easily raise their hand and say, you know, me too. When I think about, you know, when I talked about 
having an abortion in one of my one of my podcasts don't get me wrong like it is tough to talk about that right because it's not something that was publicized prior to now you have people who are listening who are probably saying i can't believe you you shared that to the world like you know that's their problem that's their freedom that they got to get through because god was very clear with me that if i take the first step he will continue to push me through that door and the number of women literally that I have encountered since the first time I shared it has been by the groves. And it's always been interesting to me that how many other people out there who are un- who are unwilling to become unapologetically free in their story because of fearing of what other people will say or fearing what it will look like. And the interesting part is, is that when you when you look around and if people can really get honest about what has happened to them and, you know, what they have experienced and just let the Lord love them in that, they will be so surprised that there is a community of people that are just waiting to connect on that level. But getting back and as she's just telling me stuff I'm like oh my god like she just really just breathed life into me and I'm like what if I had allowed you know the bondage of 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 being hurt by someone's words or the bondage of of allowing someone to 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 take me out of my free place would I have missed this opportunity and if I think about how the night progressed not only the night, but the very next day. And again, you know, we won't be able to talk about all that happened about why this this tagline of being unapologetically free just is so important to really allow Christ to get you there. I don't think that it was by accident that, you know, there, there were there were topic sessions that would happen during the retreat and there was always a moment of prayer and as a small group leader we were all asked to get into the aisles and like pray with people for those specific things well it's not a surprise that each person and some people ended up back in I don't want to call it my line but uh, again for lack of you know trying to explain over explain ended up being led back to me for a second time that the things in which they were asking prayer on were things that I either experienced or experiencing. And so one of the things that's so funny to me is when I think about unapologetic, right? That I can, before we even prayed, and and I'm grateful that this, that this retreat was smaller than the one in May, because I wouldn't have had the time to really navigate through my, hey, I understand. I'm not just praying for you to pray for you, but I'm praying for you and with you because I am either there, been there, coming out of there or something like that. But I was glad that it was small enough so I could like have that dialogue. So it just did my heart well to be able to say, hey, that rejection that you fit that you felt from a relationship. I've had that a couple of times over that abandonment you felt when you were going through that divorce. Yep, I'm there too. that fear of not doing what you feel God has has chosen you to do, even though it may take you away from other people. Oh, I get that, too. Or that fear of, you know, 
of of letting go of certain emotional ties that you've had because it's what you've known all so long. Yep, I've been there too. And when I go back, I think I, I thank God that the transforming work that He was doing on me, and He didn't really start it, started because He knew I had to be in a place to receive. It was until. I was going through my separation where all I wanted was to steal, right? That he knew that there was going to be a moment where I had to be okay and not feel any type of shame or guilt or condemnation about telling someone, I've been there. I am there. I am coming out of that, right? And it's so important for people to hear that. It's so important for people to know that, for that, for them to know, man, God can still do so much for you. He can still give you, you know, such grace and such mercy. He can still, you know, allow you to lead and, and to be free enough to talk about people about your mistakes and they not look at you and shun you and turn away from you, but they're actually craving that testimony that you have is absolutely mind-blowing and it's funny to me and then I'm going to get to the scripture but fast forward and this is why I probably I say that I probably couldn't talk about it earlier because some more things had to be identified I was um texting a friend and I literally just felt like God was just saying pour into them and tell them exactly what this journey could look like for them. And it was all about what I'm talking about now. So it's funny how the experience that I had, the experience that I wanted to talk about, and the experience that God wanted me to impart upon them was all lined up. So I couldn't do the podcast earlier because that moment hadn't taken place yet. But I began to explain to them about Your story is what people need to hear. And no matter how hard or gut wrenching it may feel to you, there are probably thousands of other people who are just waiting for someone to help them understand why it happened to them. Because so often it isn't even so much that we're ashamed, but we feel like we're the only person it happened to. Right. We're the only person that, you know, did not trust God like we felt like we should because we say we're a Christian because so many Christians go through this. It's not an abnormal thing. So if you feel like you're the only one, everybody's listening has been in that place before. But how the the, the question that was posed to me was, how do I share it? How do I share my story with people? And, you know, I don't even know the outcome. And that I, that just that just frazzled me. Because I think about when I was writing the the, the intro to my um, podcast, I swear I didn't know why, what, how, right? I was sitting at the kitchen table during the Christmas holidays in 2018. My parents were here and we were playing around with the name, honestly, Mia and, and you know, the truth of whatever. And when I started to write it, one of the things that caught me off guard was, you know, what does it mean to become unapologetically free in Christ? And when I say to you in the beginning, um, I'm confident that we will heal, laugh, grow, cry if necessary, some kind of way. I just forgot it to become unapologetically free in Christ. And the beauty of it is we will do it together. That that means just what that question was. I am not proclaiming that I have the final answer to every test that I have gone through, that 
they're not still tests to come that I'm not still going through, but I'm confident that God is on the other side of it. And that's all I really want to share with you. No, I will never come on here and proclaim. You know what, though? I got it all sewed up. There are some things in my life, hands down, that God has brought me through and they are not as much of a trigger. But there are still some things that are evolving, right? There's still some things with unanswered questions. There are still some things that he has yet to rescue me from for a greater purpose. And do I like it all the time? Heck no. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and make you think that I do but he is beginning to like keep my mind open and focus on the fact that there is a purpose for it so look at it how it is and I even shared with my friend that sometimes failing the test is a part of winning the test so if I tell someone like I think about the young lady who, you know, experienced rejection. You know, I would love because that's what we're taught through religion, right? I would love to say, you know what, though? I was faced with rejection and I told the devil to get back and I immediately was delivered and healed and blah, 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 blah. No, I experienced rejection. I lashed out. It was a whole situation, went crazy. And then I had to, what? Ask for forgiveness for my behavior. And going forward, I now know and so on and so forth. And to me, that's winning the test because God knows that every person who experiences something is not going to always come out of it with, you know, well, the Lord says he He created us. He know our struggles. He knows that the flesh can get weak and how we respond to things are so, you know, dire at times. But The best part is, is that I can acknowledge it, recognize it and take it to him. If I never walked through it and failed at it, then what do I take to him? You should let that sink in for a minute. What do I take to him if I've never experienced something and it went completely left, right? I I submit these out of control emotions to you, God. I submit my anger to you. And what makes it all the, the worthwhile is when he brings you out of it. And you can then tell people, man, I used to be this type of person and look at what he has done. Like that is a connect point. So again, Becoming unapologetically free does not have the same connotation that the world wants to put on it. It's that I recognize some things about my life. I don't live in regret. I don't live in fear of that I may make a mistake because Christ came so that I may be free, right? And so, you know, there are a ton of scriptures that talk about freedom. And it's funny, all this weekend I heard about, you know, not heard about, but the scripture of Um, who the sun sets free is free indeed was the one. But I wanted something different to be completely and utterly focused on what it is I'm trying to say. And so I came across Galatians 5 and 1. And it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So when I think about what was trying to happen on Friday, it was me knowing that I'm free, right? Knowing that God has done a whole lot in my life to get me to a place where certain things just should not agitate me. Certain things just should not keep me all bottled up and and standing still. So when I think about that and I think about 
what his death has afforded me, then I should never want to be enslaved again, enslaved to that thinking, right? And one of my favorite songs, and I have several, and when you listen to it, it's it, it talks about that. And that's Deliver Me by Donna Lawrence. And it's a song that's featuring Leandria. I don't know her last name. Not important. Find the song. Great song. And it talks about, Lord, deliver me from me because um, all I do is hurt me. And so much of it that that Don Lawrence talks about is is what happens in the mind. Not that we're physically, you know, and some people do hurt themselves and my heart is there for them. The, the hurt that I'm talking about is continuing to like let things go on a loop, right? Like when someone has has rejected you, that you begin to tell yourself all these things that are not in line with the truth or someone says something to you. And instead of, you know, accepting where God has brought you through, that you continue to allow their words to be on a loop, right? I shared with you guys earlier when, you know, my ex-husband made a comment about he just wanted me to be a good person. Like for a couple of years, I went into super overdrive about making sure that everyone understood me instead of realizing that he was hurt. He was in a place and his experience with me. And I'm not saying that I wasn't a, a, a bad person to him per his perception, but I took that and made that be my truth. Right. And so it took me a minute to get free from that. And in my unapologetic freeness, it goes like this. I recognize that I was not the best person to him in whatever moment. Right. And because of that, it caused him to say this. But here's what I'm not going to do. I am not going to let that moment define who I am today and who I am becoming. That moment was that moment. I accept the feedback, Lord, and I ask you right now to come in and show me how to be better. Right. But I'm not going to let that be the measuring stick on my worthiness. Right. I'm not going to let it be the measuring stick on, you know, what you've called me to do that because I, I'm perceived by this individual as not a good person. Then how can I stand before women and say whatever? Not going to do that. Just that's that's what to me being unapologetically free looks like. I'm recognizing it. You know, I'm owning the piece of it that I need to. But I'm not going to let it hinder me or I'm not going to let it take control of my thinking to where I'm stagnant and stuck. Right. So I pray that in all that you've heard and I've said a lot because this is probably the longest, but it was so important. One for me, because so much of this podcast, y'all, isn't just because there was a hobby and I wanted to do it. Like I told you guys that I heard a pastor say that what is in my heart could be the very thing that will deliver me. Each time I come on here, it is just confirmation that God is doing such big things. It is just confirmation that he is continuing to grow me and show me more of who he is through these experiences. But I'm also grateful that it is something that I believe wholeheartedly that you can connect to that you can think about, that you can share, not because I want you to, to agree with me or you to fill in in a kind of way other than it to spark some level of thought, some level of, of, of change in perspective so that you may come to the place where 
unapologetically free is the only way that you desire to be because it will give you the opportunity to do all the things that God has called you to do without any hesitation or reservation. Thanks guys for sitting here a little bit longer than normal, but you were warned. But there was just so much on my heart and I wanted to make sure that I did not shortchange you and what this moment and this experience was. I pray that if not but one thing resonated with you, that it was something that you can grab hold on to and that it can change some things for you. Make your perspective a little bit differently. I always love to hear from you. So please, if ever possible, you can always email me at honestlymia at AOL.com. You can drop comments on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find the podcast. But until next time, guys, have a great day on purpose.